Let's go, Brandon, and welcome to Texas. <laughs> no. Oh, man. That has got to be... The number Just one like, failed well, blog. Yeah. Number he, one any, failed anytime blog. someone's like, why don't you trust the mainstream media? Do you think that she didn't know what they were saying? Or do you think that she, Man, she was se- trying to cover it up? I've seen the video. You can hear it very clearly. I, I maybe. But did we just, have better audio than she did? That's possible. Like the, there, maybe there were cars uh, like like closer to her or something that we just didn't pick up. I mean, so, I'm not yeah. trying to make excuses, right, dude. Yeah, she could have very well been covering it up. Right. Okay, there's no doubt. But we'll give her the benefit of the doubt. But either way, it was absolutely a fail blog. No doubt about it. I hope we see it on fail blogs for years and years to come. Oh, yeah. And as a matter of fact, I hope that. Some chants even that start continuing to surface around all these chants that are going on. I hope that they continue to just say, "Let's go, Brandon." <laughs> <Yeah>. Everybody knows <laughs> this, this NASCAR oh, yeah. driver is like, "Thank God this happened, dude. I just became so much more popular." Right? Than if this wouldn't have happened, you For know. Real? Everyone named Brandon is just like, <laughs> "Yeah, I am flattered." Yeah, I am just flattered. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then and then all the Karens are like, "I got the shit into the stick." <laughs> <laughs> Why couldn't I have been? Right. Why couldn't I have been a Brandon? <laughs> Another no. reason for the Karen to be pissed, <laughs> dude. Yeah. It's kind of messed up, man. You know, quit quit diluting people's names. I know a lot of good Karens actually. Right. I, I've known some really good people that were Karen, uh, Karens. You know, my life. But you know, Brandons. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, I've only known a few Brandons. I, I have known. Yeah, I've actually known some good Brandons too, yeah. man. Not not gonna lie. But yeah, so what else is up though? We'll we'll we'll, we'll leave that oh, we'll leave that to the birds, man. Yeah. It is hilarious. You know what, man? I'm not someone that's gonna go chant stuff and and be you know. I mean, you can't. Who cares? It's not a big deal to me. It is absolutely. How can you not just find absolute comic relief in this a little bit, man? I mean, the fact that people all around stadium, it's like stadiums all around the country, have picked up on this is becoming a. It's it's actually what it is. It's a live in person meme happening in front of our face. Oh yeah, like a real meme that's just playing out. You know. Right. Like, how are all they gonna... of, all of society has just become a big meme now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, man, there's been a few doozies this week in the cycle that we can talk about, man, oh, for gosh, sure, dude. Yeah. For sure. All right, well, been... let's get in. What, 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 what first, man? Oh, what, should we, man. what should we talk about? We haven't uh, really... Well, I think that uh, one thing that's really in the main front of the news cycle right now is the, uh, the Facebook whistleblower. Now, I don't know... I don't know... Uh, to call this person a whistleblower or not. It seems to me that all the other big whistleblowers of our time have had to flee the country. This one is testifying before Congress, you know? Yeah. Uh, and also, I just, I, 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 if she, I guess she is a whistleblower, but she's the biggest, duh, whistleblower of all time. Yeah. You know, because what she's basically come forward and said is what, I mean, watch the the show. The show. Uh, what's that show called? The Social Dilemma. Uh, yeah. Are you, you know? saying that she's possibly a controlled opposition? Sort of. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I've, I've like definitely that. heard that floated around. It seems like that to me. I don't know for sure. You know, I'm not going to say. Well, propaganda is real. But, oh, and absolutely. so it's controlled opposition. Absolutely. I don't. And I, you know. and I also think that it's very, uh, very coincidental how the day she came forward with all of this, Facebook crashed. Yeah, I know you're not on Facebook. Yeah, but, but I know this happened. I know this, and and very... I am. I do have an Instagram account. Oh, okay. So you I do post pictures yeah. sometimes. So, yeah. so you you may have noticed because Instagram was down as well. I did uh, not notice though, because I, I don't get on right. it that much. But I I, I, but, uh, I 
Dude, if you follow the news cycle, you knew for mm-hmm. sure. It was all over. Oh, a lot of people yesterday had a real bad day. They had about eight hours where they could not load their Facebook feed, man. And I know that that must be stressful. For so, you know, I couldn't get to my yeah, meme page. I, feel bad for I had a good meme. It was right there off, fresh off the presses. Yeah. And I couldn't post it. I was very upset. Yeah, and it <laughs> t- timing's everything <laughs> yeah. when you're memeing. Yeah. You know. But uh, anyway, the whole case uh, with this whistleblower, I and man, I, her name escapes me at this uh, moment, but... She came forward, and this whole thing started when Facebook announced that it was going to launch a Instagram for kids. You may have heard something about that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, that caused a big stink. You know, a bunch of people thought it was a bad idea, and apparently Facebook even thought it was a bad enough idea to uh, pull it. They pulled the plug on it. And <clears throat> what this uh, whistleblower has pretty much came out and said is that they knew that the studies had shown that Instagram could be very hurtful to developing teens' mental health, right? And I think that should be fairly common, fairly knowledge. common knowledge. I think that, yeah, you know, developing teen minds, not just Instagram, but Facebook, TikTok, all social these, media. Yeah, social media in general, I think, can be very uh, damaging, you know, to a. To a to a developing teen mind, you know, if they don't have proper moderation and, you know, if they're not... Yeah, and, know, they're, way, and also to an adult mind as well. Oh, absolutely, you know? absolutely. But, yeah, you know? I, yeah. Uh, but anyway... I, I know, I know. I remember, I do know what she said, and I, I did know that she said that, but keep going, yeah, right. keep going, because she went deeper into it, right? She, or Well, she went it. deeper into it as just, just to say that uh, Facebook knew about these studies, but oh, was okay. going to go forward anyway. What she pretty much said was that Facebook puts its profits incentives above that of what, you know, quote-unquote, the, the good of society or whatever you want to say. Mm-hmm. I think that should be pretty, like I said, common knowledge, you know? like yeah. Just like with the social dilemma, when when, uh, when I finally sat down and watched that, I had a lot of people tell me, oh, you got to watch the social dilemma, it's so crazy, you got to watch it. I watched it, and yeah, there were a few things in there that definitely made me raise an eyebrow, but uh, nothing in there that just rattled my sense of reality nothing that i you know that that anyone who uses facebook or social media in general should if you've got a brain in your head you should you should be uh savvy to these things you know of course facebook is free to its users so they got to make their money somehow so yeah they use algorithms to figure out what you like so they can target you with ads they got to collect your data to do that this is i mean People have been talking about this for we know, years. Yeah, it's out you know? there. It's out yeah, there. it's definitely out there. Uh, one thing, though, that really has struck me about this is that a lot of people are asking for Congress to act on this, and I don't really, I don't really know what they want Congress to do. Pretty much, what this whistleblower has said is that Facebook doesn't uh, censor itself enough. That's the whole stink with this: is that Facebook, uh, especially with the whole January sixth, because one thing that they did say. Was that uh, worst day in American history? Oh man! Yeah. Forget Getty, dude. Terrible. Don't even. If you say Gettysburg again, <laughs> I'm not, I can't even hear that right yeah, now. I, yeah. Jan sixth. Yeah, January sixth. Ten One times six. bloodier, man. Yeah. Come on. But <laughs> but uh, Facebook pretty much admitted that they had an algorithm in place to moderate political talk on Facebook, and I'm par- you know I'm I'm paraphrasing the shit out of this, uh, and that. As soon as the election was over, the election had been over for like a month and a half, 
No big riots had ensued or anything like that, so they took this algorithm away. And so once they did that, political talk was just free on Facebook again, right? Well, now there's a lot of people saying that then that was used as a staging point and that a lot of people used Facebook to organize the January 6th uh, protests. And so I guess what the, the gist of what they're wanting Congress to do is, I guess, require Facebook to uh, censor itself even more. You know, I get. I mean, I I think that uh, like ban the sitting president right. or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. But I did really find interesting about this is that no, they didn't bring up anything about uh, you know this last summer we saw cities burn, and I saw a yeah. lot of that rhetoric tossed around on Facebook. I happen to know for a fact that. Yeah. So much rhetoric on Facebook was was used to fuel that fire. Yeah, I would imagine and, that. I would imagine that a lot of the uh, some stuff from January sixth and and definitely definitely the the BLM protests in the summer were absolutely fueled by social media. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, what's but going you, on in Australia? What's that? going on in Australia right now? It's probably being. It's probably being you know uh, uh, protest and 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 right. and people being pissed and. In uh, Melbourne and and, and around right. New South Wales, wherever you know, they're uh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure that they are right. congregating on social media yep. to some extent. But here's the thing: is what's the answer? You know, that's right. the real that's the real thing. Is like, what is the answer? Because when you like the, I think the answer is this: the governments have to clean corrupt. Do we have to clean corruption up? You know, right? There just has to be accountability. But how is how would it how would Congress act? What kind of acts could Congress pass that would clean up the corruption in Facebook? Do you think? Well, I mean, no, I don't even mean in Facebook. Well, I, I mean, I, like I mean, so I mean, I mean right. like you're not gonna fix Facebook exactly. is a microcosm, right, of the larger problem, right? You know, the larger problem has got to be nipped. You know, this corruption and this malfunction of our system. We all, I think, I think, right, left, and in the middle could come together and say that, you know, there are good parts of this system that. From from both sides, right? That we could come together and we could all probably agree upon. I'm sure most people in this country, if you said, "Okay, look, here's the thing," we actually have a a budget surplus. We have some extra money now. Instead of going over and, you know, spending so much money overseas, we're going to actually have a better medical uh, program where people can. It's more affordable. Try to get right. people more healthy. And not only that, we're going to preach nutrition, help people with nutrition, educate people on on different things they can do at home and in their life to be healthier and I mean things like that that right. could start to fix the problem right and, and no. until until you you fix these problems of corruption and just human greed and what's taken over this country then you, you really they Congress can to your to your question Congress right. can't do a damn thing you're exactly right yeah. they there's they can they can sure censor them more censor more right more vaccines too while we're at it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> How about that? Hey, let's put another mask on. You know, you get it. Like it's not going to be fixed this way, right? You know, you can keep pushing it this way, and they're going to as long as the more people just oh, people agree with to. them. You know, yep. I, I think it's about you know I think it's growing the number of people that are going to stop agreeing with them, right? And I think their system is going to continue to to malfunction and deplete, and hopefully there's people in their communities building new things behind it, yep. and that's that's all you can hope and. You know, I think watching these social media, these social media giants, I think they're nervous. I think they understand that society is awakening, awakening fast. To them. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, you, you know, I don't think they're so much scared of Congress and what oh, Congress sure. might do no, for them. I think that not. they're more, you know, people need to realize... Public perception. And, I, and I'm not just talking about Facebook here. I'm talking about pretty much all of social media, any sort of social media app, not just Facebook. When we talk about the damages that social media has done to our society, right? A lot of people like to think that there's just one person or one corporation, one, one something, one entity out there that you can just pin all the blame on. There it is. That's who's to blame. We're going to get Congress to censor them or we're going to get Congress to regulate them and it's going to solve all of our problems and everything will be rosy after that. Here's the thing about social media, all social media. It's run on an algorithm. There is no one man behind the scenes putting shit on your feed. There's not even 10 or 20 or 20,000 men behind the scenes doing this. It's an algorithm, okay? You want to see better stuff on your Facebook feed? Search for better stuff. Look at better stuff. It all goes off of what you look at, how long you look at it, how much time you spend on certain pages. If you're doing nothing but on Facebook but looking at negative, cynical shit, all you're going to see is negative, cynical shit. Yeah, that's right. The algorithm <clears throat> ensures it because the algorithm has figured out that this is what you're coming to Facebook for, so this is what it's going to feed you. Okay? What we need to do as a society is take responsibility... At, for ourselves, exactly as ourselves, right. okay? Exactly right. Facebook's not going to stop trying to make money off of you. If you're on Facebook, they're going to try and make money off of you, and they're going to use their algorithms to do it, okay? you gotta, you got to put a leash on yourself, you know? I mean, people just turn into these social media zombies, and man, I cannot, believe me, I'm not trying to... Say I've never been Ooh, one yeah, because I have been yeah, one, dude. I have dude. been one. But yeah, I tell you what, I really have uh, tried to... It's also why you can speak on it. Right. You know, I really have tried to limit myself because, man, I tell you what, a year and a half, two years ago, I was one of those guys who would stay up until 2 o'clock in the morning arguing on one thread with with some individual I've never met and I'm never going to meet and I could give a shit about their opinion, but I would still sit there until 2 o'clock in the morning arguing with them. I don't do that anymore. You know, one day I finally just was like, dude, I can't do that no more. You know, yeah, I, now, I, I, now I just, I, I, I scroll through my feed, I make my memes, I post the memes. Yeah. I don't even hardly ever go look at yeah. the comments that get left on my stuff anymore. What we have to do, and, and, and for the kids, you know, we, we were talking earlier about that they were going to make yeah. the uh, Instagram for, for teens. Parents need to step up. Yeah, and be, be uh, Parents, be you need to stop blaming Facebook and or Mark Zuckerberg yeah. or any of these people for these, these things. These things are what we make them. Exactly. You know, for all the things that we can bitch about them, They've also they also have good qualities as well. Oh, absolutely. And 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 both the good and the bad qualities do come from our either use or abuse yep. of them. And that is just the uh, that is I I totally agree with you, Levi. I think that like for the social media well, problem again, it's a deep like if you really want to tackle it, it comes from the human spirit. Oh, absolutely. Each individual, it's not going to be changed from a a, a, a bill. Yep. And but that's what you're right. When when I say that, I think the the uh, what do they call those elites up in Northern California? Uh, what is like Silicon Valley? Yeah, Silicon Valley, yeah. like the the tech companies, like 
they they run off of public perception, right. just like we talked about the Fed before we started. We were, we were talking about that. It's all off of public perception, and when the public perception changes and people start to realize that, now something like social media, I think, could actually, if public perception changed and people used it for a better cause, they could still have relevance in our society. You know, more information. I said this in a quick rip uh, segment not too long ago is information and education can also spread very quickly and and it can be very positive. But on the let's tie into this, because on the Federal Reserve side of this, (laughs) when they when they uh, lose, you know, their uh, public, the the trust of the public, I mean, they are, uh, you know, we're in big trouble financially. You know, and I think that this is something right now that really for the for the a working class person just trying to do better and make a living, you know, do their thing. I think this is something that that you should probably really follow and concern yourself with. Right. You know, and know where where because it it really seems like financially something's looming here, and I don't just mean because the debt ceiling or whatever. I mean that's been talked about, but like really. Something's really looming here. I, I I just feel like that. I truly feel like that. That this whole you know the way that our economy works, it seems like these days, anyways, is just a bubble-based economy. When right. things go bad, they just bring in the Fed to print more, print more, print more, add more debt, print more debt, add more, add more. Come on, let's go, let's keep going. We can go forever. But eventually, people around the world are going to wake up that this system is not good right. for them. And it's not benefiting them, and they could go do something else and start a whole new thing, and they're going to leave us behind as the working class people of America. Our government has made these deals and these promises they can't keep, some of which even to the American constituents, right. like people who are on Social Security and Medicaid and Medicare, which is just really disgusting. Because when you talk about a government shutdown, for as much as some people like libertarians would probably say, okay, it's probably not the worst thing. That's a lot of hurt for a lot of people that did nothing wrong. Right. They paid into the system. They went to work. They had no choice. <laughs> they didn't have a choice in the matter, but to pay into Social Security, right. get the, you know, get all that going, get your, get it in, and then they just take it from you. You know, I mean, yeah. They spend it all, and now now that has to come home. To, eventually, that's gonna come home to roost. It's gonna, oh, yeah. it's gotta stop. Yep. It, it and, can't be run that way, and so. Are, are we really seeing this? Well, I'll turn it over to you this way. Are we seeing, do you think, and you're, in my opinion, yes, we are, seeing the next big bubble coming to start to deflate right in front of us right now? Oh, absolutely. I think that the, the dominoes, it's a domino effect, really, because bubbles don't just pop. You know, they don't just not like just it's one like a pinprick kind of right, starts to you know, it's more deflate. of a it's more of a dominoes type of thing that finally leads to the bubble the bubble popping. And uh, you know, I mean you want to talk about the dominoes we've got in our case, holy cow. You gotta yeah, talk about the dominoes. Down, shutting down the economy. Up. Right, you know, shutting down the economy from the coronavirus. Now you wanna talk about all these shortages. You wanna talk about stacked up uh, cargo ships, eighty ships deep. In bays all over the world, you know, it's yeah. not just Los Angeles. It's a, it's like that all the over cargo, the world. The cargo ship you know? club, yeah, yeah club. right. They're <laughs> they're paddling over to each other on the on, yeah. on inner tubes. Hey, you got another case of Miller Lite, <laughs> dude? We have so much beer over here, dude. Yeah. Right, but uh, no, I think that the uh, the dominoes are definitely stacked, you know, and and when people, this you know, you're right. This is a very uh, 
discomforting subject for a lot of people because you're right there are a lot of people especially elderly people who have paid into this system their entire lives they depend on a government check coming in the mail every single week or month or whenever you know however often it comes uh and you know i mean morally they deserve right. it morally, morally they, deserve they do it. deserve it they, but, they did know, nothing you, wrong they're not right. in the wrong no but I they agree. were a part of a ponzi scheme exactly you know Financial correction has to come. And in this case, it's not even going to be, you know, here's the difference between like the 2008 bubble and this bubble. In the 2008 bubble was a financial correction. What we're going to be do going through here with this bubble, it will be a monetary connection or a correction. It'll be a completely, I mean, it, it wouldn't surprise me whatsoever when this next bubble pops to see the dollar replaced Gone. with a new... You know, we'll still have the dollar here in America, but global. with a new global uh, standard for currency. And, uh, man, I yeah. just totally blanked. Yeah. <laughs> I just yeah, totally no. blanked where no. I was going. No, I, I but, actually, uh, yeah. No, when this, when this one comes, it'll be a monetary correction. And the thing about monetary corrections is that they're painful. A lot of people lose a lot of money. Standards of livings will inevitably Change. go down. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be painful, but... Or even up for some people, it doesn't have to no, go no, down. Yeah, it changes. There are definitely it, people it, it, who will who will uh, benefit gain from, benefit yeah. from from a monetary correction, uh, especially the people who have the first use and the first dibs on the freshly printed Federal Reserve money, yeah. who are able to turn that into real assets before the rest of us normal people get you know caught with the inflation, and it, we can't turn it into uh, assets as efficiently as they could. Uh, you know, this is called uh, SBR, Special Buying Rights, you know. But uh, when the monetary correction comes, it's going to be painful. And it's a lot like peeling off a Band-Aid. Right now, what America is doing is we're just, every man, we're just, we don't want to rip the, oh, you know. As a matter of we're fact, we like, actually uh, put 10 more on it. Yeah. Maybe this will help. Yeah. We're, we, we've got Band-Aids now going all the way around <laughs> yeah. our leg. Yeah. And, uh, you know. Freaking out of Band-Aids. We're just. We're so, and now we're, we're finally like, oh, crap, man. Maybe we should take these Band-Aids off. We're just peeling very slowly, you know. Oh, uh, you know, it, 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 it's painful, but it's not so painful. You drag it out, you drag it out. Whereas sometimes, man, you just got to suck it up and rip the fucking Band-Aids Or sometimes off. mom's going to come know? in the bathroom and be like, you wasted all the Band-Aids. <laughs> Quack! And rip it off. You're not going to have a damn choice. Yes. And that's really, I think, that's yeah. that to me is where we're at, more at today because think about it, 19, and this goes far back, probably from when the Bretton Woods was really created and before that, really. Right. I mean, you could, you could argue that the Great Society was in turn kind of a big bubble economy and when it really started. Oh, yeah. Right? Maybe I'm not an expert or even really a novice at it, but yeah. I would imagine that's kind of when... Yeah. The you know, New Deal, the Great yeah, the yeah, Fed, when the Fed was created, essentially, right? right? But so Woodrow in 1987, Wilson. though, the year I was born, 19, the late 80s, around the time I was born, uh, there was a financial correction, a bubble, uh, you know, a, a stock market crash, whatever, and then then it went about 13, 14 years till the 2000 Nasdaq.com bubble, right? And then it was only about seven or eight years, the housing market was the catalyst, was the domino right. effect that finally broke it, right? Even though there was more things, I know. Right. But uh, then now, so for people, it's like, yeah, but the housing market, that was such a long time ago. But the connection is like weather. You yeah. know, it, it, it's all connected. You know, it's been about 13, 13 years, going on to about 14 years. Yep. You know, it's, 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 it's high time. Yeah, you know, know. That, that, that this is the way our economy works. It's not gloom and doom. 
Right. It's the way it's set up, actually. And uh, it's high time that, that some of it falters. And, you know, again, the people to blame, you know, I'm sure there's a high list of them. You know, but right. I, it's damn sure not the workers who have tried to just go to work to feed their families every day, trying to, you know, that were promised a, 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 an honest living, you know, and a standard of living right. that the central banks and the government would, you know, provide that and provide a better standard for people to follow. And they have they have pissed that away and corrupted it. You know, like a lot of historians uh, believe that they probably would at some point. Right. And and maybe some of it's human nature. I'm sure a lot of it, I guess all of it, is really human nature to some extent. Just continue to repeat the same mistakes. But that's the real, that's the that is the gloom and doom to me. Is is where do you go from there? You know, are we going to go into a digital currency now? How's that? Is that going to be better? Right. You know, it seems like we should be like reverting back to like having some standards behind our money and some real hard assets behind like some real intrinsic value behind our. Our money, you right. know, and savings net doesn't matter to anybody. They don't care about the future. They just spend, 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 spend. That's how our economies become. I just think it's right. it's dangerous, you know. And that's what they've promoted. That's what they've taught everybody to be all right. So right. Well, you know, I mean, honestly, in, in, in such a high, uh, highly inflating economy like our own, savings. Man, you know, savings are almost getting taxed just sitting there. Oh no, you don't you even know. No, you don't. Yeah, you can't save. You There's know, no yeah, savings. They're, they're, you know, even if you do have savings, yeah. I'm saying no. Like it's you, almost I mean, banned. Yeah, it's almost like, dude, you'd be much better off just turning that savings into some assets real quick. Oh, I mean, absolutely. You know, yeah. And people do. I know I mean, for a fact people yeah, do. I know yeah. for a fact people with a lot of wealth do. Yeah. You know, because people understand. That, hey, sir, what do you have that big ranch, Jeff Bezos? Yeah. Why do you have that all that land you're buying up? Why you? Why don't you yeah. just Start a bank account. Leave it for your kids in a cash account. Why don't you do that? Right. You know, why do you buy all these things, Bill Gates? You know, of course they. You know, they I'm have to do that. Assets. They know how to how to get away oh, yeah. from that. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. And yep. regular people do it. You know, I mean, right. Not that they're not regular. They are damn regular. They'll find that out as they meet their maker, like we all will. You know, but right. I mean, you know, not so rich people do that as well. Yep. And uh, I don't blame them for doing that either. It's their damn wealth, you know? Yeah. As long no, as you're trying to do good with it, that's what matters the most. Try to do good with it. Right. But, you know, we're in a real situation here. And that is something you can say. And, and you know, with all this, this is what gets me about these mandates right now. About all the mandates. The mandate, the, you know, mandating the vaccines. And, man, who's trusting these people? You Look at what they've done financially you know just with everything they've really ever touched and i guess i mean the republicans and democrats people who have been in control of uh you know large industry the lobbying firms um i mean you name it i'm sure there's a high list of them and and you can sit here and pinpoint that out but man i mean like the fauci's of the world you know this guy's been around since the 80s he was never elected he was appointed. He makes a lot of money. Yep. And a lot of... And, and listen, I'm sure that he truly does believe in pharmaceuticals, okay? But what I think people like him don't understand is some people really don't want to live their lives that way and don't like that. And if it means they die earlier than you, so f- that is the way it is. Right. That's what they believe. You can't tell them what to believe. This is another thing, too, and, and I know I've kind of tied this over, but this is what makes me nervous about entrusting these same types of people 
with policy like injecting yourself or your kids with something and continuing to do it. Some people are like, dude, they have they have been mandating vaccines in schools for quite a while. And it's like, yeah, that's why people started homeschooling their kids and pulling yeah. them out of, out of school a long time ago. Right. It was a trend that started a long time ago and they started distrusting. And a lot of people have been able to take medical exemptions and things like that that they never really took seriously. You could easily get them if you wanted to right. in a lot of places. Uh, but now it's it's so die hard. There's a lot of people who disagree with that and have disagreed with that too. You know, and yep. that's fine. They, that's the, what they believe. You know, yep. I mean, it's just so crazy that, that that they that it's it's a it's a difference in the way you live. But the problem is, is that one person who who has this belief is trying to completely enforce it upon everyone else. I have I have been made, and I, it, I the science changes. So I do I do understand that's how science is. It will always be that way. Oh, yeah. Pluto used to be a planet, dude. I'm not trying to kick it <laughs> while it's down, but it used yeah. to be a planet, right? Right. But so it always changes. But the way I see it is the way the vaccine is right now. It doesn't even keep people from getting COVID. It doesn't stop anyone from spreading anything. There's just like the flu doesn't. There's no reason you should be enforcing people to get it. There's right. no no reason except your own little personal power trip of of just it making you feel comfortable. Yep. That is not a reason to control and manipulate someone else's entire belief to the world. You know, I mean, I I try my best. I don't make a lot of money. I am probably on very close to the poverty line, really in a lot of ways and have been my entire life, but I've built a life around it. I know how to live frugally and happily and we pay our bills and just get by, you know, and we've had some ups and downs for sure, you know, but I spend a lot of my money on healthy food, you know, is every extra money I have instead of buying crap. I try to buy healthy food. I try to make myself more healthy. They would tell me, Oh, you have to inject yourself with, it's like, I don't need to do that. No, I don't. I don't like to do that. And I don't want to do that. I don't need to give you an explanation of why I don't want to do it. I just don't want to do it. I try to take care of myself in other ways. Nothing wrong with that. Yep. You know, there's no reason people shouldn't just be able to say that. I know there's kids in this state in small towns near us right now still being forced to wear masks every day. Being forced. I know kids who say, they say, and I've heard them say, the kids say, they want to pull their mask down. And when they even pull it down over their nose, the teacher tells them to put it back over their nose. To me, that's child abuse. Yep. Like I and the parents, they they don't have a choice. They're being bullied. The parents don't like it either. They can't do anything about it. And now it comes out that Joe Biden's attorney general wants to start prosecuting and going after people who are threatening the school board. Yep, I saw that. So this is like, <laughs> I mean, if you're a parent. And and you're and you you don't know what to do because there's a lot of us out here. You know, I'm one of them in a lot of ways. And and you know, right. and trying to manage my kids' happiness and trying to help them, set them up to be positive in the world. You know, and try to make the world better, right? <clears throat> it's like you really it, it it would really be high time to consider uh, forming your life. You know, around. Doing, doing, you know, ch doing something different for your kid if that's the case, you know, because that is to me that's child abuse. That's borderline child abuse, 
And you're making a whole generation feel like it's normal to do things that are completely abnormal and should not be being done. It's just, it's just a fact. It doesn't work. It's ineffective. Lockdowns are ineffective. The CDC said so themselves. Lockdowns are ineffective. You know, mask, if you want to wear it, if you want to wear the mask, feel free. Right. You know, I'm sure that I'm sure that it may keep you from getting sick sometimes. You may get in a situation where it may help you. Maybe it will. Some people don't want that shit on their face. Right. Flat out. And they and they weren't born that way. And if they don't want it, if someone says, you know what? I I want to get naked and walk outside. I'm going to go buy 150 acres and build a cabin out in the woods so sometimes I can just go take a piss off my porch. Okay. <laughs> you find a way to do that. You're not hurting anybody else. Taking care of your thing. You know, you're not you're not inflicting pain upon anyone else. You go do that in the city, yeah, you're going to get in trouble because you're, you know, no one wants to see you walk outside and piss off your porch right in front of right. their face, you know? So, again, there's different sets of rules, right? So if you want to live in the city and you want to live all around people and you want to vaccinate everybody and y'all want to get vaccinated, fine. Be my guest, you know. I have never bought into that. And I've never gone and lived in a city. And even when people are like, Boone, you know, you should take your music into the city. You'd do so much better. I was like, nah, thanks. I'm yeah. cool. I like the way I live. I enjoy it. I enjoy uh, slow-paced life. They're like, yeah, but you got to fart. you got to drive so damn far to get to the grocery store and to get to your gigs and get to and it's like yeah but I'm cool thanks and then when the pandemic hits they're like dude not everybody's as lucky as you yeah <laughs> you know no I probably said that before I think but for real that's what they say you know and right. it's like you know I, I I like the life that I live I like living in the country I like to hike I like to be outdoors I like to I like to be around animals you know yep. uh, I like that I enjoy it you know for certain people who like to live in the city if that's something you're willing to do no knock against it again it's there's no problem. It's a difference in opinion. That's fine. But when we start in... What if I said, no, 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 no. No more grocery stores. Completely unhealthy. It makes trucks drive around. Pollute the air. We've got to put mandates on. Everyone needs to go hunt their own meat to eat. Mandated. You have to go hunt to eat your own. That's it. If you want to eat, go hunt or go fish. Or start a garden. Yeah. yeah. Mandated right now. Yep. You have to. Let's do it. Come on. Right? What are we waiting for? Let's go. You know, let's let's push the mandates. Let's do this mandate thing. Nobody wants to play that game, dude. Everybody likes freedom. They like it. And and until it hits them in the face and what they don't want to be taken away is taken away, they won't stand up. But you let if you let it go that far without seeing what's going on, it's too late. Yep. You know, you have to stand up for other people's freedom as well. That's really why they say freedom isn't free. Because sometimes you do have to stand up for other people's freedom that you, even if you don't necessarily agree with them. Right. So like when, when again, we were talking about it with Joe not long ago. Like when the protests were happening and there was riots at the same time, people were burning shit down. I completely disagree with that. And I think that should be absolutely stopped. And that should be never, never permitted and stopped at any at any sourced by the business owner, by by the police who are paid to enforce the laws. That right. shouldn't be allowed. But for the millions of people who are protesting for a cause peacefully, whether whether I agree or disagree that there is still this highly, you know, the, all this systemic racism and that's the number one problem, whether I agree or disagree, I will absolutely stand for their right to go out and protest and speak their mind and, and 
educate people on why they feel like this is going on. That's our country, dude. That's that's that's. I think that could help people move forward in the world, continue to move forward. I don't have any problem with that. No issue, you know. The problem is the mandates, the control, the trying to enforce things upon people's lives, making them do it. We've been down this road time and time again in history. It has never worked out. You know, yep. it's the same reason people were protesting because that used to happen in history and we've all tried to fight to stop it. And now here it comes again. You know, rearing its ugly head right in front of our face once again. It's 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 unbelievable that people could put up with this. And uh if, if you feel like putting a mask on your kid as a parent and sending them to school and that that is what you want to do, then that's perfectly fine. Right. That's not, I, I take that child, that's not child abuse right there. That's not, the kid, you're the parent, do it. That's your kid. I'm, I, who the hell am I to tell you what to do, right? right. But if the kids and the, t- and the parents want to take the mask off and the teachers are just making them keep it on, that to me is like, and, and now the parents can't even go to the school boards and do exactly what, uh, what's that one politician's name? Maxwell, uh, Maxwell, uh, uh yeah, uh, dang it. Dang it, what is yeah. her name? But she said, what is it? We try to, we'll, we'll try to think the of her name. last name's Maxwell. Yeah, yeah, we'll try to think of her name. I'll, I'll, I'll find it in a minute. But she, she even, she was quoted saying, and a lot of them were quoted saying, like, get in their faces, make them uncomfortable. Make them, you know, if you see them at a gasoline station. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. I that know whole thing. And about. telling people basically to go up and, and confront people. And that's such a slippery slope. Until what? And so now you have people going and confronting the school boards and taking her advice. And saying, basically almost threatening, almost making them feel threatened sometimes. Yep. And now the Attorney General says, oh, we're going to come out down on the parents. How about you fix your system? How about you fix what you can control? Because the parents are pissed. They're not. They're gonna pull their kid. They'll just uh, ignore you at some point. Right. And to where that's, you know, that's the next phase of it. People learn to ignore this and to let this system die itself out. Right. Let this system de- deflate itself and build something positive in your community. Just like we were saying with Facebook, and this is where I'm kind of gonna pass it back over to you my my quick rant there i don't even know where that came yeah. from dude that came from the soul <laughs> it was good. right or wrong it was good no i'm sure there's some holes in it but right or wrong damn we we can get it out you know right and but uh you know the the solutions are that they they're within the human spirit they're within the human spirit you know what what do you what do you stand for in life and and, and again freedom freedom isn't free and when when we say freedom, it doesn't mean that freedom freedom to just trash the earth and to disrespect people's property and disrespect people and take people's shit. And we've well, learned these lessons the hard way in this country and in the world. That's not what I'm saying. That's not the answer. The, fr- the freedom well, is is that it comes with a great responsibility, a great responsibility to be a responsible citizen and to be a responsible human being on this planet. That's right. really what it means. And uh, that's the way I see it, and, and I perceive it. And I take it seriously, and I try my best every day. And I think that's really all we can truly do. And and every person we meet and see, no matter if they agree with you, believe in what you believe with, kindness and patience and just trying to understand other people, that that is really the way we can work around some of these problems and just move forward. Right. You know? 
Anything no. you got that anything else you got? Is there? Do you want to hit on this subject, or is there uh, another subject that we have too? Man, uh, let me see about the uh, list of subjects. Well, I th- oh yeah, we were gonna touch on uh, what happened with between China and Taiwan, and this actually I was going to use this little news bit because honestly, it's a developing story and we don't know all that much about it. But I'm gonna use it to segue into a new conversation. Uh, China yesterday pretty much buzzed Taiwanese airspace with something like 50 uh, military aircraft, and I believe they also had some uh, a few naval ships off the coast of Taiwan. Uh, it's really starting to look like China is preparing to move against Taiwan in some way. Uh, if that happens, if China does militarily move against Taiwan, the, the United States will almost certainly get involved. Uh, because we are allies with Taiwan. Uh, the question or topic, I guess, I wanted to make out of this was, uh, would a war with a foreign nation like China unite the country at this point, or do you think we are beyond that? I think it would be... Uh, uh, no, Yeah, I think we're beyond that. Yeah. No, I agree. In a simple answer. I think right. there's a lot deeper answer I'd go into, but I'll save that for now. But it, no, I, I, no way. Yeah, no, I, I agree. You know, one thing about going to war with China. People don't want another war right now. No, absolutely In a large not. part. So I think right. there's a lot of people that just don't think that's a good idea. Right. Uh, and, you know, one of the, one of the kind of, uh, you know, really sketchy And there things. are some What's that? who are always ready for another. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, no, I don't yeah. think they're going to agree. Sorry, right. I had to go. Go on. Sorry. No, you, you know, you definitely, you got your war hawks out there. You, you know, you got yeah. the people who just want to live their lives. But uh, one thing that that would be a real concern if we got into a war with China would be the draft. No matter how much we want to believe that we have the most technologically advanced military on the planet and stuff like that, we would learn real quick when we're actually going up against another industrialized nation with a real industrialized military that uh, you need manpower to fight that kind of war. You can have all the fancy toys you want. You need boots on the ground to fight that kind of war. And so the draft, I think, would be a real concern, especially a concern of mine considering my age and the fact that I have a son and another son on the way. So, you know. Yeah. Uh, Me as well. But, uh, you know. Well, yeah, like me yeah, as well, my as well. age and my kids. Right, yeah. you know. So. Uh, I would say what Muhammad Ali did, though. Yeah. I you know, that's actually what I was going to get into. You know, if they were to institute something like the draft, I think that the country is so close to just outright conflict at this point that that would almost in itself ignite. Uh, you know, but I, I mean, don't think this is what I was going to say. This was my deeper answer to that. Actually, right. it kind of hits on what you're saying, and I'll just kind of yeah. segue us into this: is that I don't think we would go to war with China right now. We know, dude, China, China really is the major player in this world today. They could look at all your stuff. When we were kids, we used to all laugh, say, hey, this is made in China. Yep. I know we all used to say it, okay? Toys we got from Christmas. Oh, I mean, we we China has played their cards correctly in the financial sector. No and, and and they have and they have other issues. I know they have a lot of issues, but from the financial, everything's financial in this world cuz people want to live comfortably. And they want to, and so when the finances are in someone's favor, they're in someone's favor. It is what it is. Right. Uh, I love my country. I love the state that I was born in. I I 
love the world, man. Love other people's culture as well. You know, I I, I appreciate everybody's uh, standing, and I I'm I definitely am one of the Americans that definitely don't want any conflict like that ever. I I hate to see that, especially in today's age when we're so connected through the web. Yep. There's really no reason for it. But uh, you know, I just I think that there's no way there, there's no way the United States has any any. But well, it, it, there's that that just can't happen right now without there being a major catastrophe to our country. Right. We're not in a place to be going and doing something like that. I don't think we're in the place to do it socially or financially. I think that actually might be one of the reasons China is picking right now Absolutely. to move on Taiwan. They're like, dude, the United States is about to... I mean, they're talking about defaulting on their debts. They are printing money out the wazoo. They do not have the financial capability of fighting a war. I truly don't believe we, we have probably, the financial capability of fighting a war with China right there's now. There's probably a lot of good, good-hearted people. I mean, tons of good-hearted people over in Asia that don't want this, that don't want war, that don't want to have to get drafted and go maybe die. They don't right. want that either. You know? Yep. People don't want that shit. Um, we're t- who's tired of fighting wars for corrupted-ass governments who are just fighting over stuff that's like, dude, we're just trying to live like maybe maybe like producing stuff in our countries and like trading with each other and like learning to live with each other is like the way to go in the future. Right. You know, like when's that mindset gonna prevail? When's that peace and commerce with all nations that you know there's gonna be conflict. There's gonna be conflict. Oh yeah. There's going to be conflict in the world and it sucks. And when it happens it's it's we should learn something from it and do our best. It's gonna happen. But but, come on, man. Two major countries like that, just you know, it, 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 it's crazy that they do this shit. You know, to let Taiwan be, what's going on? You know, yeah. I mean, damn. Let Taiwan be, both of you. Just let Taiwan be. Yeah. They want to be Taiwan. Did they vote it in? Did 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 they win the vote? Is that how they became Taiwan? Let them be. Yep. Just let it be, man. You know, I mean, when does when does this game stop? You know, of this ruining people's, innocent people's lives for your political gain. You know, when does it ever, when does it ever end? And maybe never, yeah. right? No, you know, no, yeah, as long as there's people on the planet, that'll just probably <laughs> yeah. never end. But, uh, you know, when it comes to something like this, I really think that the... The youth of today's nation, not only do I believe that the vast majority of them are in no sort of mental or physical state to fight a war, you know, myself included, I've never been in the military or anything like that. Uh, I also believe that there's a, there's a, there's a rising sentiment among, the, uh, especially like anyone younger than 40 in this country, of fuck foreign conflicts, man. You know, I think that, I think that even a lot of the people uh, in this country today who, who would, you know, pick up a firearm for their country? Oh, are you kidding? Have, have, have the have the mentality that if I'm going to fight a war for this country, damn it, I'm going to fight it here. Yeah, you know, I, and I'll I, protect I, my country. Exactly, you know, we'll protect I mean, our I, way of life and our country, our right. families, and our, our our ethics here. Yeah, that I, our 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 government has stolen from us in so many ways. But. I think that Americans are just about through sending their sons and daughters overseas to fight wars. And and you know what? It's 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 high time 
it, it's really high time for that. You know, Joe Rogan put out that little uh, like minute and a half uh, video. Yeah, of, I of absolutely his, heard and, it, and it's a it's a great speech. Look I it love, up on his Instagram. Love, we won't have to play it here. Right, it's yeah, been around. Yeah, here. but you can look it up on Joe Rogan's Instagram. I think he has it right. posted there. You could hear it for sure. But I'm going to say something that I, I probably a lot of people would disagree with me uh, for this one. But there's one little part of his speech that I really just was like, mm, man. When he talked about how we, you know, we became the greatest superpower the world has ever seen. And a lot of people take pride in that. I know that a lot of Americans are very proud of that fact. I personally am not one of them. I believe that our founding fathers made it very clear that they never intended for this country to become an empire. They told us, do not become an empire. That's how so many of the injustices that we have seen throughout the history have happened. And, on, on the on the way to becoming an empire, right? That mentality of stretching to become an empire, right? You know, of not yeah. of not minding that. And what you know, that was kind of oxymoronic at the time. I mean, you manifest destiny. I I do believe that from the time the Revolutionary War ended, the American government was pretty much destined to take over the continent like they did, right? Like they have. We, you know, they swept from sea to sea. That was manifest destiny. That was pretty much just gonna happen, you know. But once we established our country, once we got to where we were, you know, I mean, we hit the 50 states. And honestly, I think that taking Alaska and Hawaii was, you know, why? Why do we need to, you know, or, or at least Hawaii. It's like, why do we need to, you know, that... that uh, Alaska too, just, really. Yeah. You I know? still think, I mean, would it make more sense if Alaska was part of Canada? <laughs> yeah, I mean, right? I mean, yeah. it probably would, yeah. geographically, you know. Yeah. But anyway, America's becoming a superpower. Or just its own place. You know. Alaska, the country. Right, yeah, the country of Alaska. Why not, you know? Uh, when we when we entered World War One and World War II, and I, I, know, and I know a lot, oh man, you say, if, if anyone says that we shouldn't have entered war, either one of those wars, so many Americans will just lose their freaking minds about that. But, uh... Especially the second, yeah. Yeah, especially the second one. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, and, and we can debate all day long about whether or not Hitler would have taken over the world if America hadn't gotten involved. But I just, I really, I when you talk about things like the Great Society and the New Deal, these are the things that made us become this superpower that we're so proud of. But these are also the things that are leading to our ultimate... I mean, it, it, yes, we became a superpower, but we did it on a fiat system that was not sustainable. We were destined from the very beginning, from the Great Society and the institution of the Federal Reserve, we were destined to be this amazing firecracker, you know, that just it shines for three quarters of a century and then it starts to go out. And I mean, you know, I don't know exactly where I was going with this rant, but no, it makes sense. You know, no, it makes sense. Yeah. No, basically, you know? that you just distrust, that you just you're not one of those that jump on that ship. You're saying right. why Joe Rogan's uh, right. and Joe Rogan's speech. And I get what he was saying, saying. He was saying that not only did we become a superpower militarily speaking, we became a superpower culturally speaking as well, man. We, I mean, so many, all the art and culture that has come out of this country has definitely influenced the world. <laughs> All over the planet. Still continues to today. Absolutely. 
but you know what I you know I I think that we could have had our culture our cultural influence on the world could have been just as great if not greater even without our our arms being sent you know all over the Staying, staying true you to know? the to the yeah, original documentation, the fathers, yeah. staying true to the to the sentiment to of the Thomas Jefferson: yeah. peace and commerce with all nations, entangling alliances with none. You know, and I mean, even peace and commerce within our own country. Yeah, you know, absolutely. because again, well, that was the, you, know, that, you know, that was the whole point of federalism in the states. And and on on this point with with before we leave, because there's a couple, there's actually one more thing I do want to ask before we we sign off here that I was thinking that uh. Hopefully I remember it and don't forget again, but if I do, I will. But with Joe Rogan has been attacked many a times, but right now he's definitely being attacked again. You know, when he puts that out, people all of a sudden start going after him and, uh, you know, saying like, oh, listen to this guy. He's become a right-wing nut job, you know? And same yeah. thing with Russell Brand. Russell Brand, I don't know if you know who he is, but yeah. I, I love his his uh, excerpts that he does. Man, I think he's phenomenal. Uh, whether I agree with them all or not is, is irrelevant. He can go he a has little a, far left for me. Yeah, at but times, he has a but great yeah, mind, I, I, and I yeah, would really, uh, yeah. I really appreciate him as a human being. Yep. I think he's a very exceptional at what he does, and and has a lot of brass. He's to very go good off. at speaking. No he doubt is, about and that. has a lot of brass for doing it because yep. a lot of people just won't. Yep. he just won't in that field, especially in that field. Right, and so I, I really feel like that's why people love those two, especially so much. Now, who doesn't love them? Are uh, smaller people people that want to punch up, and when I look at all the people who criticize these people, their views are not even close to what Russell Brand and Joe Rogan are. And and when you go type in like so and so media company bashes Joe Rogan or bashes Russell Brand, you can see like with Joe Rogan, a, a some some small some media company that wishes they had his. His relevance in society has made twenty damn videos about Joe Rogan. Right. It's like, dude, why don't you like put some content out there? Like, maybe you should like be creative and quit talking about people like Joe Rogan. And just let him be. He's just doing his thing. Right. You know. I mean, he, the fact that he has Russell all those Brand followers speaks something exactly. And, yeah. He didn't just. They didn't just go because he's lucky. Right. You know. I mean, he did something. You know. Maybe you should acknowledge that and quit doing that. It's. I think it's just petty. And I won't yep. even mention names of people who do it because it's petty. And it'd be petty for me to even... Because they might have more followers than we do. I don't even want to get into that. That's right. petty. I'd rather talk about things, move forward, really get into a subject and talk and, and speak, speak all, get things off my chest or try to explore new things that I've never explored than to sit there and just bash people and be negative. That's just absolutely... You know, I mean, I will say, let's go Brandon... Right now, <laughs> but I mean that's not really bashing anyone. It's having a little fun, right. you know. But I want to I want to ask you this. This is something I was thinking, and it's kind of just on that exceptional society and stuff like that. Because I see this a lot when you say talk about freedom and America. Here's one of the things that comes up. Oh yeah, you're gonna tell the 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 people who were native here. What about the the natives that you just stole all this land from? You know, and that is a, a real hot topic. You know, right. because in some ways they're not wrong. I think in that context, I think that's pretty harsh to say that we just stole land. I think it's much more complicated yeah. and complex than that. And it was much different times, right? right? I mean, it's not like you called them up and said, hey, dude, let's head over the ocean. Let's go steal these people's land. 
Right. You know, I mean, it's not how it really happened. Oh, it was like yeah. explorers happened, trying to explore the world. over a vast amount of time. Some of it completely yeah. incidentally. And, and so many different perspectives of, of the times. And some, you know, of peace and war and, and all the in-between that comes with it, you know. But I will say, do you think that when it finally came to an end and they and the natives here had lost their way they had right. lost they had lost that that battle had beat them this corporate this this more american this new american century i mean when when the american indian war really ended the federal reserve was not far behind that right it was yeah. it was pretty close to it yep. in times right um when all of that changed do you think that the way that the end of that was handled by putting Native Americans in reservations was the right way to handle uh, that situation? Or do you think that that was something that could have been handled differently? Obviously, it could have been handled differently oh, yeah, way before yeah. then. Right. But uh, do you think that that could have been changed? Like, do you think the reservation status has affected the... Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. In a negative I, way. It absolutely... In I the mean, same way, also, you could probably argue that people who were enslaved put right. in the ghettos and made put in separate places and completely segregated from society for a long period of time even after slavery ended right it contributed to also that them having a lower standard today well at least yeah. within the past hundred years right you know it, it has no, gotten yeah, better for that, that I... for, for 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 some right. of all uh, even of Japanese ancestry or Cuban ancestry I'm sure it's gotten better for a lot of them as well I'm not right. trying to say that it's all Negative, but just the general way that those things were treated. Do you think that? Oh well, yeah. I mean, they they absolutely could have been handled better. I mean, uh, the Trail of Tears is absolutely a stain on this nation's history, just like slavery. You know, uh, it could have been handled differently. They could have just been. They could have just granted the natives. You know. Uh, could have just granted them citizenship. You know. I think that one of the really key uh, factors in the whole thing was hostilities. Yeah, you could have just granted all the, the all of these Native Americans hostilities, but, you know, j just like, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, not granted them hostilities, granted them citizenship, but there was still an Indian war going on on the frontier. You know, the, I mean, it, and I'm not trying to say that this made it all right or anything like that. I'm sure, just trying no, no, to put no, no. it into the context of the time, why the, the decisions that got made were made, that kind of stuff. I mean, you know, just like slavery. Why do you think slavery lasted for as long as it did in the American colonies? People from the before this nation's institution were uh, saying slavery is bad, slavery is wrong. Why, are we, why do we have slavery in this country? One of the main reasons slavery kept up for so long, especially in the South, was just straight up fear. Fear of, of slave rebellions, fear of, okay, yeah, we're going to grant these guys freedom. What are they going to do to us in return, you know? And uh, and that fear was uh, deserved. You know, those plantations owners, they, you should have been afraid of them, of those slaves, you know? Absolutely. At any time, they could have just killed their owners or, or whatever. Uh and I mean that you know they they would have been they would have been killed in return. There's no doubt about that. You know that's why so many of them didn't. But uh, with when it comes to the Indians, I think that the the hostilities still going on was a big factor there. Just like in World War Two, why did we put Japanese citizens in camps during World War Two? 
hostilities. Yeah. Because we were at war with your people, dude. Like it's it's that simple. You know? I mean Yeah, why why are they gonna put right. the unvaccinated in camps now? Hostilities. hostilities. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but uh you know, and like I said, I'm not, I'm certainly not trying to make those things seem right. Putting Japanese people in camps was completely wrong. It, it I'm all just was. Saying, no, I, I totally just, agree, yeah. and I told, yeah. and I do believe that in a lot of ways, when it comes to people who who were all already here in this country before people came and settled and started settling here, and for people who came in unfortunate ways. Right. Uh, I think they're all unfortunate. I will say from one side of this is it happened, regardless of what you think. Yeah, exactly. And what you can do is you can really learn from those lessons of how not to repeat them. Right. You know, and that is something because I, I, I do believe that when people come over with a hope and a dream that they can become something and become whatever they want and not be judged by... What, what religion they are, what color their skin may be, or how big their house is, or what the, you know, not be judged, but just be judged by the content of their character, truly. Like right. Martin Luther King said, it's cliche, but it's a very good quote, and I love it, you know, that they be judged by the content of their character. That is a, uh, I, I think it does something for a human spirit. Right. You know, deep within us all, that just makes people, you know, have a little bit more faith. Want to do a little bit better. Yep. You know, when that gets taken away from them, uh, is when the darkness really comes, and that's being taken away from people again today. Right. Like it, ha- in my opinion, like it has in 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 our history, some of the darkest moments in our history and the world's history, just in from so many different countries. You know, I talk about our country because, you know, it's relevant. But yeah, man. Well, I just, I just, you know, yeah. I don't like to, no. you know, I like to address things man like the whole the whole really break this thing down you know of of why because again we could sit here and say all these freaking people that just want to complain about our country and this and that and we could but that that does there's no good that's going to come from that i would like to understand i'd like to understand other people's perspective there's so many america was made from so many different perspectives all over the world even people who were here before columbus ever set foot here Right. There's so many different things that make this country now today what it is. It's uh to not to not bring them all into perspective is a big miss for so many people who get caught up in these political boundary boxes. You right. know, of like right left and you know. Yep. All right, who's going to be the next Texas governor, dude? Come on. Man. Don't say it. I don't it. know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Honestly, I don't even really know exactly who has Beto announced that he is running. From what I hear, there's pretty there's pretty good rumblings that he is. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be probably between Abbott and Beto, I imagine. I you know I know that uh, what's that other Alan guy's West. name? Alan West. Yeah, Colonel no. Alan West is going to run too. Oh really? Yeah, I like him. Actually, yeah. I do like him a lot. I really do. I I think he's a he's a really uh, people. He come. He's been around Bandera quite a bit. You know, he comes through here and does some some political conferences. He's done here, I know, and uh, he's a good guy. Man, right. he's a really good guy, and he's he's well squared away. Uh, I don't downplay him at all as an individual. I don't right. know his stances on things. I know he's a good guy. He's a clean dude. You know, right. like he he will talk about issues and not run from things. And he has an intelligent way of thinking about things and breaking things down. He's not. Completely all um, one of those politicians where you can just roll your eyes, you know, right? Like some of them are. 
But uh, I was thinking we could get some uh, Let's Go Brandon. (laughs) (laughs) Golly, man. Can't believe that. Yeah, I don't know, man. I I think Abbott has a pretty good chance of probably regaining it by a thin margin if he wants. I think so. I think that's most likely what will happen. Yeah, but I... I, Yeah. And and I really do believe that the reason why is because people really hear Beto... Beto O'Rourke just really is not favorable here. No. Um, he's favorable he's favorable around Austin. No, no, he has That's a, he, about it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he has some yeah. he has some following here. Right. And he and even out here, I know some Beto supporters out here. Yeah. Uh I do, absolutely. And they're good people. Right. I have no problems with them. But at the same time, I think statewide with his his stance on gun control especially, man, yeah. Good luck on that. I, I think that's like in these times, really, you know, that's not a yeah. good topic to hit on. You know, and I think what you want. Guns. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, think <laughs> what you want about guns being a problem in society, and I'm sure they are, but as long as these corrupted governments have nuclear weapons and guns out the gazoo, I don't think people are going to really be, and are corrupted the way they are and trying to control them, I don't think people are going to be too quick to be just, like, handing over their guns right now. No. You know? As a matter no. of fact, I'm sure if you could give Australia that vote back, I'm sure they might take that one back, too. <laughs> Right now, you know, it's like, yeah, maybe we'll keep those. Yeah. Because, uh, and, and, you know, like Joe Biden said, we got nukes. You know, yeah. what are you, you're going to need, need F-16s. Yeah, and, and he's probably right. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that some people wouldn't fight for their freedom over your, right. your freaking tyranny, bro. I mean, yeah. that's And crazy. that also doesn't mean that some of the people that fly those F-16s and yeah, have control their mind, yeah. yeah. Wouldn't wouldn't uh, wouldn't flop swap, flop sides on yeah, and, you know? and 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 believe think that their freedom and the freedom of their countrymen and women and other human beings are more important than somebody's political agenda. Right. You know. I I hope I hope more people wake up to um, to the idea of personal responsibility and personal freedom. I I really I'm not trying to just talk in that same vein. I I just feel like that would have fixed problems in the past. And I think it would fix problems now, and I think it will probably even fix problems in the future. And it's right. not perfect. There's going to be lines that are blurred that we have to work out. Every situation is different. But, man, I just feel like it would... It's it's seems the best way to try to manage the m- amount of people and different mindsets in the world. Right. But Anything? Yep. What do you got, man? Take us out. Man, I think that... Um, I think we hit it pretty good today, you know? Yeah. And uh, when it comes to, you know, at the end of the day, we just need to remember that in this country, regardless of what they tell us is good for, you know, is for the good of society or anything like that, we need to remember that this is a country where uh, we don't uphold society. You know, we we, we don't, you hear this put up around a lot, the will of the people. It's the will of the people, you know. We don't uphold the will of the people in this country. In this country, we uphold the rights of the individual. And that is what we need to uh, really grasp onto right now harder than ever before because they're, those rights are trying to be ripped out of us by the uh, quote-unquote will of the people. But, man, you know, I just... I. And I know you said a cliche thing earlier. I'm going to say a cliche thing again. You know, that, that Benjamin Franklin quote, that you just can't help but quote, you know. I mean, anyone who would give up their security for, or give up their freedom for security will have neither and deserves neither, you know. I think that that just man that that speaks such volumes for the ages that were for the age that we're living in right now, 
And uh, I just hope that people wake up to it, stand up to it. Uh, you know, one thing we didn't we didn't hit on this evening that we were going that I know we had talked about hitting on was uh, was a little bit of a continuation of the uh, the Stamp Act conversation. Yeah. That we had. Well, you know, we should uh, have we, next time we have Kevin on, we should get into some of those. Yeah. We should get into that topic again and hit on the before revolution times, like before the Revolutionary War and how it built up and how back then, you know, riots and stuff became the birth of our country right. basically and the the change of society in in so many ways. Yep. And as. So we'll we'll get into that. We should let Kevin yeah. would enjoy that one too, I bet. Yeah, we'll you wait know? for one with him yeah. here for sure. Perfect. Yeah. All right then. All right. All right, let's go. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> we want to say thank you so much for listening to our podcast, The Independent Thinking Texans. A lot of times, you know, we may not necessarily know what we're saying or doing, but who really does in this world? It's a busy busy place. Thank you so much for taking the time though. We do appreciate it. Keep thinking for yourself always and forever. Have a great day.